0: Welcome to the Human Centred Leadership Podcast with me, your host, Colm Hay. I have worked in the leadership space for three decades and now I work with organizations and leaders to develop powerful cultures of high value and performance that is built all around their people. We will interview leaders from around the world and at the very top end of their game to explore what emotional intelligence in practice actually looks like and the benefits that it could bring to any team. This is a movement to transform the way that we see leadership and to create powerful cultures where people feel seen, heard, valued and appreciated and consequently perform to the very best. Why don't you join the movement and subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to click on notifications to stay up to date with all new content. Welcome to another episode where I get to speak to incredible people from around the planet and I'm always on the search for amazing people and today's guest is no less. Today I'm talking to uh, a young uh, man from Sri Lanka, N- Nivran Wirakun. Uh, Nivran really came to my attention because I was blown away by what he was doing at such a young age. So let me just give you a flavour of this. Nivran has a wealth of experience and a rare combination of... Of a finance person running a creative agency. Yes, some of you may well be scratching your heads around that. Nivran is the managing director of Media Monkey, a creative agency in Sri Lanka, but he's also a board member of one of the largest public listed entities in Sri Lanka. Uh, he is a board member of one of the largest privately held blue chip conglomerates in Sri Lanka. And he sits on numerous other boards. He's a CEO of an automobile assembly enterprise in the United Arab Emirates. I could go on. He's involved in so much. I'm going to let him tell you about it. But this guy blows my mind. But what particularly interests me uh, about you, uh, Nivran, is your attitude towards your people. I mean, you employ people as young as 19 To people as old as 74 and one of your fundamental beliefs in it all is that uh, it's not the qualifications that matter but the person and you have people who are working for you who've got no degrees but uh, you would put them up against anybody with a qualification like that it's incredible so welcome to the podcast nivran Uh, i'm going to let you do some talking um tell me a bit about yourself that we haven't already mentioned
1: So thanks for having me on the show. I believe that, you know, we made acquaintance with each other over LinkedIn. Uh, For those of you who may not know much about me, though I own a creative agency and a digital agency, uh, I'm only active on LinkedIn. And it's actually, you know, a consultant who used to work for me, who told me, you know, you have so much of rich experience in you and why don't you share it with others? And, you know, be active on LinkedIn, right? share it with others, inspire others, because that's what I do, inspire people on a day-to-day basis. But it was never on you know, LinkedIn or a platform of that nature. So if you take me, you, know, uh, you very rightly said, uh, finance guy running an advertising agency. I believe it's not finance <laughs> guy running an advertising, a finance guy, you know, no matter what your profession is, you can put your mind to whatever you do. Today, take you, a man from the police services today inspiring enterprises, right? That's diversity, right? And being open to kind of apply yourself wherever you want to, you know, go apply yourself in. And it's about touching lives, right?
0: Yes, certainly is. So tell me, Nivran, I mean the passion just oozes out around you touching lives. And you've touched a lot of lives. Um, Tell me about some of the people, the incredible people that you have working for you. I mean, the last time we spoke about this, you blew my mind. So just give me a flavor, give everyone a flavor of the kind of people that you got working for you.
1: So in my team, uh, basically, I have youngsters, you rightly said, 19-year-olds. One guy who's 19 came to me, you know, uh, at a very tender age and says, you know, Uh, Can I come work for you? So I'm like, okay, what are you qualified in? Right? Because, you know, it's part of the process. What are you passionate about? He says, hey, I don't have any qualification, but tell you what, I'm so passionate (laughs) about videography, photography. Give me the job. I've learned it all by myself online. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it, I'll give you a shot. Right? And you know, this guy really blows my mind. Because he couldn't really go to formal or get formal education because, you know, he was not in the best of circumstances in terms of a family. He had a mother bring him up by himself. He lived with his grandparents and his grandparents both died in the same year, about seven years ago. And his mom was working in the UAE as a security officer. Right. And you you can imagine the hardships, right, for a family of that nature. But this boy was determined. And what I saw in him was above and beyond any qualification was a sheer determination with passion. Passion to excel in photography. Passion to excel in videography. That passion has now driven him to be an entrepreneur of sorts whilst working for me. So I I really take pride in allowing people to be their own little entrepreneur within my enterprise. Yeah, that
0: feeds into a saying that I once heard, and I've stuck true to this uh, uh, for 30 years now. Uh, And the saying basically goes that the mark of an outstanding leader is not how good a leader you are, but how many leaders you create. So what you're saying is by giving that young man an opportunity and then nurturing him and mentoring him, you've created another leader there. So that's part of your
1: legacy, right? The stories can go on and on. There are people who have started as my messenger, Right. In some, in, a, in another enterprise, not in the enterprise I own, but in another enterprise who are now today accountants, who are now business unit heads. And my messenger today, actually, who, he continues to work for me, but not in the role of a messenger, but in a different role. When he started off with me six years ago, he yeah. was my messenger. Basically, you know, like a delivery boy. Right. You know, if you track, I mean, track back to... You know India or you know our developing nations we have these messengers and these delivery boys who are you know a very useful resource in the company no matter what their role is today this boy is a guy who didn't have money to pay for his degree in computer hardware i convince him that he should start with a diploma diploma to advanced diploma and today he will be finishing his degree so that is the type of organization i've created no matter where you come from no matter whether you have money if you have determination, with the little money I do have with me, I will empower them to go go reach what they want to achieve. I have people who work for me, who are passionate about music. They want to play for their, ba- their band. Mm-hmm. Some days they ask me, hey, can I have a day off? I need to play at a wedding. I need to play at an event. Why not let people go do their passion? The passion will drive them. Passion will make them deliver beyond what I expect of them. If I just confine them to their role, they aren't going to be happy within people who are happy within can do marvels for organizations
0: what i'm picking up there your key word is passion and uh, you certainly like to employ we people with passion and you, you 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 are of the belief that if somebody has passion then at least you can do something with that person it's it's about putting that passion and really sort of focusing that passion on something which is great uh, but you are also living life with passion. So tell us about all of these adventures that you're involved in. So you have uh, the creative agency Media Monkey in uh, in Sri Lanka. You're involved in blue chip organizations, sitting on boards. But also you have a venture in the United Arab Emirates. And uh, the last time we spoke, you were over there in blistering 45 degrees heat, if I remember right. But you were over there for several weeks because you have, you have an organization over there. What is, what is it that you do there?
1: So over there, what we do is we have uh, imports of vehicles, a uh, certain degree of disassembly of the vehicle, and a reassembly with value, value additions made to it. So that is it's an automobile assembly uh, plant that we have there. Um, and we operate in a zone uh, in the United Arab Emirates uh, in one of the fastest growing emirates it's called Russell Kaima and we are inside Mm -hmm. the zone and given the fact that our enterprise is unique uh, in what it does and it has a lot of technology in it we are in the techno park of the uh, economic zone and also may I stress you know I believe in Sri Lanka one of the things you said I talk about passion and I am governed by supporting Sri Lanka. I'm a proud Sri Lankan. In our enterprise in the UAE, 98% of our staff are Sri Lankans. Yeah,
0: so you're creating opportunities for people from Sri Lanka to travel and work abroad, which is, you know, it's incredible. It's magnanimous of you, really. Uh, But this is about creating a legacy for you, isn't it? Uh, We've had conversations before where, you're constantly on the search for how you can create a legacy that benefits your country. Tell me about some of the things or ventures or philosophies that you are involved in that help to do exactly that.
1: So take today, for example, if you just log into LinkedIn and follow my profile right now, you will see a video done by my enterprise, envisioned by me, purely promoting Sri Lanka as a nation with which people should do business with. Mm -hmm where people should should go buy from Sri Lanka. This, I'm not asking the government to support us. I am not asking someone else to support us. I am doing my part in my way, my little bit to make Sri Lanka progress. So if everyone in our nation, you know, if you go through my LinkedIn posts, uh, you will realize how much I talk about Sri Lanka, the solidarity of its people, right? Everyone can, you know, be very negative, But why should we be negative? We are human beings. We need to thrive. We we should not survive to thrive. We should thrive to survive. You know, change it around, right? Thriving makes survival that much more fun, right? And you know, positivity can really drive nations and drive each of us as people. And when we are positive, that leadership basically inspires others to be positive. Just imagine having a leader who is not too positive about things, right? How can he inspire a group of youngsters, whether young or old, at the end of the day? And don't
0: you think, Nivran, that's sort of one of the key sort of challenges that we have globally, not just in Sri Lanka, but globally, whether it's in politics or whether it's in organisations, that we have a, a, a whole sort of group of senior leaders that are not inspiring people, And therefore, they're not creating new aspirations. And that's a fundamental responsibility of a leader.
1: Don't you agree? Let's look at it from leadership in business and in Sri Lanka, right? I'm all for Sri Lanka being positive. I I hate to talk anything negatively about Sri Lanka. But the mentality and the mindset needs to change, Mm -hmm. right? It's not that those who are older than us are getting rusted. They have a wealth of experience, what they must see is the dynamism and the vigor of youngsters. Couple that, you know, never keep that in isolation. No, ex- I mean, yes, experience has so much value. But with that experience, when you have vigor of, you know, and the dynamism of youngsters wanting to really go out there, create things. How many of the world's entrepreneurs are youngsters? Hmm. Right, today? Today, if so many youngsters. We have youngsters who are... Uh, 19 years of age 18 years of age today we have kid entrepreneurs to be honest with you tomorrow I'm having a kid entrepreneur interview me 14 year old is interviewing me uh, on his you know show which he has on LinkedIn and on various other social media platforms now this guy is he has an entrepreneurial pursuit right and he so at 14 he's talking entrepreneurship so that's the future But the problem is sometimes we have leaders who feel so insecure thinking that, you know, they might lose their position. They might lose their stronghold by allowing someone else to grow. No, if you take me personally, why do I allow people even who work for me as employees to pursue their entrepreneurial journey? Let them be better than me because they will one day contribute to this great nation.
0: I like that. I like that philosophy.
1: Not only leaders in management, Leaders who are entrepreneurs, trendsetters, innovators, are nations going to progress? So that's my take on your question.
0: I could take from this that uh, there is this incredible passion for both human beings, for people of all ages to better themselves. You have this, uh, this understanding that leaders have a responsibility to inspire others. Uh, uh, But you also want to build a different mindset for your country of Sri Lanka. And I would actually say if we were to replicate that across the world, then every country would be better. And if all countries were better, then maybe the whole world would be a better place anyway. Um, But all of this comes at a cost individually. So, if you are that leader that is striving to create this this incredible movement of change mindset in leadership, uh, there's a personal sacrifice that must be made. What? How's this impacted on you? This incredible passion that you've got. How's that impacted on you adversely to this day?
1: So, let me tell you as to how. First of all, before going to a nation, I need to look at it at a micro level. At me as an individual and me as an enterprise what i am involved in so take for example media monkey my passion project you know i mean i refer to it as my passion project uh, this is a company in which we, we face failure right uh, at times i i believe when we you know look at it back in hindsight uh, we experienced failure early on because we, what we took over is a company which dated back to 1958 we revamped it under a new ownership mm-hmm. and We face many challenges and everyone thought that we're going to fail, right? And so many people discourage me from wanting to fight. So you know, when failure strikes you, you also uh, are exposed to financial distress. And when you are a successful guy, as a successful executive who's grown and you go on entrepreneurial journey and you fail, failure is hard to fathom. Failure is really hard. It Mm. hits you hard. And you know what? I ended up having a lot of health complications. But my sheer determination to strive to keep my company going, not to sink, to keep employment for 30 or 30 plus staff at the time, right, to ensure that their livelihood is maintained rather than give up, I was determined to fight and I fought back to become a healthier, healthier, more improved version of myself. And you spoke about sacrifices.
0: Yeah, what, what did you do to achieve this healthier version of yourself? Because I, I absolutely agree that, uh, you know, leaders have to look after themselves. If we don't look after ourselves, then we can't look after other people. So what are your tips, if you like, to look after yourself? What does that mean to you?
1: For me, uh, Cole, to be very honest with you, uh, A, no matter how much we stress about something, It's not going to solve it right by stressing more rather we Mm. we, we end our work day come back the next day and think okay how are we going to fight how are we going to battle how are we going to face the circumstances that face us on that specific day right that is the aim of basically us as leaders to survive on a day-to-day basis right and not be overly stressed stress can really ruin us So mentally being aware of what is it that we can control and what is it that we can't control. So we need to take what we can control and also being able to discuss with people who are closest to us, right? Certain things that would be a weight on us, right? The more we let go rather than have this, you know, like a wound that's festering, sometimes seek advice, seek help. People sometimes don't seek help. People sometimes fear to seek help, but as leaders, sometimes we need to seek help from those who may be senior than us, who have a degree of experience far greater than us. Maybe even seek help from someone who's younger than us, but who would have a different approach and be willing to listen. A lot of people have this idea saying that they know it all when they're in a leadership position. It doesn't work that way. And also make commitments, be disciplined. You want to be a healthy version? Hit the gym, go for a run, right? No one's going to do that for you. You got to move yourself physically. That, that's up to you. You can't blame mm-hmm. someone else. Hey, I'm not fit enough because I'm too busy. No, I always tell people even now, I don't like the word busy. It's about prioritization in life. You want to make time for someone? Prioritize.
0: Yeah, and busy doesn't always mean productive, does it?
1: It's all about value addition. At the end of the day, do you feel that you have value added in, in your work day, in your work week. How much have you added value? How much have you really progressed? So a lot of people say, I'm busy. So to be honest with you, if you ask me, how did I come across this mint? I mean, these so many health issues, etc. right? At the time, I thought to myself that nothing is as important as the peace of mind if our mental health is in check our physical form our relationships with those we love our relationships with our family all of that is in check and that ultimately leads to us performing better in our professional and business lives
0: I was uh, only talking to somebody yesterday and I said you know the most important thing for me is to have peace and serenity around me And if I'm able to sleep at night, it means that I've got exactly that. Uh, Because a stressed mind will struggle to sleep. And if I've got that level of peace, it means that I've got balance around all the things that are important to me and all the people that are important to me. And that is something, that's a goal that many people should be aspiring to. Unfortunately, what happens is that many leaders will focus on some fiscal goal, some financial goal or a performance goal or a, maybe even a personal goal. And they get so driven by these goals that they become competitive, highly stressed, highly strained. And then consequently, how they deal with the people around them can be less than uh, something that they should be proud of. You know, uh, talking about how you manage people around you, you told me a a wonderful story of a 74-year-old employee. Uh, And I think it's really worth repeating that story can you just share with our audience uh,
1: the, the oldest employee that you've got
0: in your company and how that came to be?
1: You see, again, you know, you, you, your term, you, this podcast is about human-centered leadership. And I just now spoke about how it is to have your mental health in check. Now, a 74-year-old gentleman who has worked for me or who came as part of the assets that I bought per, per se when we bought this company over, uh, he was one of the staff who was in the former company right uh, I did not have the heart to tell him to you know quit right because I will contribute towards his mental health every morning at 74 when he wakes up he has a job to go to that is a cycle his his mind is not idle he might be a far weaker individual yeah. if he was not working right plus also uh the amount of satisfaction I get in seeing a 74-year-old man, you know, give me a warm smile every morning when I walk into the company, right, it's priceless because I know the sense of gratitude for being that human-centered leader to him at his age is basically really touching his life so deep Mm. that I see it in that smile, right? And also it gives people who are a bit more mature in my organization, right, Uh, the confidence saying that I would not let them down, no matter how old they are. Today, my accountant is 60 years old, 60 plus actually, a lady. And would you believe it that last year or one and a half years ago, she came and told me that she wants to basically follow a degree in psychology at age 58 plus. And I said, go for it. And I made the arrangements for her to immediately register for a program to follow a degree in psychology. Today, she's gone to the second year of her degree in psychology. So that's the enterprise I want to create. Whilst I love youngsters and I want to see youngsters evolve.
0: No, I I think you're absolutely right. For me, age is a number and I'm saying that uh, having had 32 years in the police service and 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 starting on my entrepreneurial journey, uh, you know, uh, very late in life at the age of 50 years old. And now I'm doing incredible things and I've just got involved in some TV work. Uh, You know, I've got um, programs that I'm developing left, right and center. I've got this podcast. So, yeah, I I, I genuinely believe um, that what you're saying is absolutely right. Passion uh, drives people. And I think the moment you stop being passionate about something, and the moment you stop doing something is a, is the moment when you are at risk of getting old, whatever that means to you. And I've seen plenty of people who are fairly young, you know, maybe in their 50s, but they behave like they're in their 70s and they almost look like they're in their 70s. So mindset is a critical thing. And I think, um, you know, the stories that you're telling me about, you know, the, the, the accountant who's at the age of 58 is taking on this, new qualification to become a psychologist and a 74-year-old still working in a creative agency. I think these are incredible examples
1: and long
0: may they continue.
1: And and just to add to that, uh, you know, a lot of enterprises and a lot of people say, oh, you know, Mm. we do a lot for these people. We do a lot in terms of social responsibility. I believe that in our own small way, the kindness we extend those who are slightly older than us right is something very important just like the youth need to grow we need to also be kind to these elders and also
0: let's not forget uh that statistically the the age of the world is 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 more mature there's going to be an increasing population of an older community and a decreasing population of a younger community so we need to utilize the experience the skills and therefore nurture the people who are uh, that bit more mature around the world so and they have a lot to offer as you say Uh, you're absolutely right
1: and just imagine a person who's doing a degree right in psychology at 58 just imagine the number of people she's met Mm. in her life just imagine the number of people who she can inspire my staff right these are youngsters they may have issues with their relationships They only have issues in terms of managing their finances at times. So by having a mature lady who can be, you know, somewhat of a motherly figure, right? Just imagine the contribution she'll have in touching some of the lives of my younger staff. So it's up to me. If someone says, I want to do this, I need to encourage them to do it.
0: Always be the enabler and not the disabler.
1: Exactly. Be the enabler. Unlock potential. How do you touch people's lives sometimes? By... Basically hmm. being an enabler or gi- making them believe in themselves more than they That's believe fantastic. alone. Through your, through your input, uh, unlocking in them that potential. You know, recently I had a post on LinkedIn, which nearly, I think, had a reach of about 160,000 people. It was about a boy who I met five years ago at a supermarket, right? And this boy, you know, 14-year-old boy was telling his mother, pointing at me, and he was going on about something and I knew it was about me. So, you know, me being the person who connects with people, I asked the mother, hey, ma'am, what's your son saying? And, you know, she turns around and says, oh, you know, he says that your belt and your shoes are rather expensive. Right. I called the boy to a side and I said, hey, son, this is nothing. This is all materialist. This is all product. These are all brands. What do you want to do? I want to be an engineer. I said, follow that passion. You're going to have things better than me. Make a success of yourself. Believe it or not, while I was in Dubai the last time in the UAE, I get a text from this boy. Can I call you? Can you believe he's got a scholarship to a university in Canada and he's going to do civil engineering in Canada? And he says, "I, I cherish the day I met you at that supermarket and you gave me your card and said one day call me when you need something call me and he said I'm not calling you to ask you for anything I'm calling Mm -hmm. you to say thank you the day you told me that I will have as much as you or more that gave in me this innate passion and this fire that kept burning inside me to go towards my goals you know what my answer to him was thank you for this call the next call I want from you is when you graduate (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. And, and you know what, Nivran, uh, our conversation has been full of beautiful stories uh, and what we clearly pick up from that is your passion to support other people. Aside from your energy to be involved in so much, doing so much, uh, you know, creating organisations, nurturing talent, um, and also, of course, your passion for Sri Lanka uh, that has gone through a lot of turmoil lately. But I want to thank you for being on the programme and thank you for the work that you're doing and may that long continue and keep striving to create leaders like you uh, around you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please do subscribe and click on notifications for new content. And of course, connect with me on LinkedIn. Take care. Have a great day.